Subject to recording and monitoring. To accept this free call, press 1. To refuse this free call, press 2. Thank you for using Securus. You may start the conversation now. Hey, what's, what's going on, man? My bad, I had... Somebody had called while you was calling, man. What's what's going on with you? Oh, not much. Um, podcast. Yeah, this we Mississippi vibes with Bert, man. I want to um, introduce everybody. One of my homies, Sharon Edwards, call him Boucher. He um he doing some some, some huh? Oh, okay, yeah. So you wanna, you know, introduce yourself to everybody so they can know who I'm talking to. Yeah, uh, yeah. My name is Sharon. That was people do call me Sharon or Boucher. I'm from Starkville. Um, graduated from Starkville High School. Attended MSU briefly. Uh, graduated class nine four in the building. <laughs> um, and I was also a local musician. I used to write um, music, sing, rap, dance, you know, stuff like that growing up. Kind of known around the area for entertainment. Yeah. This call is being terminated. No third party calls are allowed. Oh, we got cut off some kind of way. I don't know what happened, but yeah, that was. Um, he probably tried to. He probably called back, see what's going on. But anyway, he was calling in to talk about his situation, his incarceration. So. He'll hit me back. We're going to see for a minute what's going on with him and his sentencing and where he's at right now. But in the meantime, get my volume together. Um, what I'm talking about. Oh, Sunday. We had a great panel discussion on Sunday. So if you missed that, go to Mississippi Vibes with Bert on YouTube. You can catch everything and hear what's what we had going on, everything was good. So we had different, we had the House of Representatives, we had doctors, we had different people. Here my guy calling back now. Yeah, we back on the line. You good to go, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I was saying, you know, I'm, um, I was a local entertainer. I used to uh, sing, rap, uh, dance, perform, you know, all through school, high school, different talent shows. Moved to Atlanta, uh, uh, started working with um, labels, different artists, uh, uh, left eye production, LaFace Records with, with my partner, L.A. Reed Jr., Larry Blackman, Cameo. Which is kind of old, that makes me sound terrible. You know, so I was kind of getting around a little bit in the music industry and getting to know people uh, very well. Yeah. That's good. So, um, what's going on, man? Why two sentences for one crime? Well, um, initially, I called a state armed robbery, armed robbery, aggravated assault, grand larceny. And during the time when I was in there, I bonded out. I stayed in and Bonded out, I was out for months. My case was referred to a federal magistrate judge. Uh, 
Oxford, Mississippi. Well, actually, that thing was transferred to Oxford, Mississippi. Well, what they did from there is they referred it on a criminal complaint warrant, saying that I was um, I had committed a carjacking with use of a firearm. So the charges were kind of you know moved around a little. It's the same case. This so call is being terminated. No third-party calls are allowed. They won't let us get through. They, they don't want they don't want the story to come out. But it's all good. It's all good. I don't know what's going on with my volume with this YouTube thing, man. I do apologize. I don't even know what's going on. I really don't. But we're going to see if we go call back and let him talk, let him get his, his word out. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, Sunday. Sunday was a great day. We had a great time, great conversation. We had Miss Ruby. We had Dr. Hogan, Dr. Greg, um, House Representative Taylor. We had, what, Dr. Lakeisha Williams. Who else? Oh, Liz. Rosia. Um, the, um, the fitness instructor. Yeah, but it was a great thing, man. You can catch it on YouTube. I'm trying to get this conversation to go through with my guy. I really want to see what's going on and what, what's, what's really happening. But in between that time, you know... Like they say, you you got to stay healthy with this COVID that's going on. You got to stay in the house. You got to know what's going on. You got to pay attention so we can come up out of this. It's going to take a minute. There's no vaccine for it. You got a small business. Mr. Taylor told you it's, it's funding out there for you, for your business, up to $2 million. So, you know, go check on that. See what you can do. You got your stimulus check. I'm not trying to tell you what to do with it, but hey, the stock market, um, stocks are very low right now. They're very low right now. You can catch you some good. Here we go. They say keep so, talking? Yeah, they told me to just keep talking. To okay. And keep going. But, okay, I called a state case. State okay. on robbery, aggravated assault, brain lawsuit. And they referred it to the feds. The feds, they referred it as a uh, carjacking. So the feds picked me up on the carjacking. So here it is, I catch this one state on robbery, and they turn it into a federal carjacking. Uh, and so from there, I was prosecuted in federal court first. I got 20 years in, in the federal in federal trial. I got sentenced to November 23rd and 99 to 20 years in federal court. This call is being terminated. They keep cutting us off. I guess, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. 20 years in the feds. Wow. State gave them. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, the state gave them some. But anyway, about the COVID, the recap. Stay healthy. Drink you some warm water every 15 minutes. Drink you a lot of water. Warm water going down, help your lungs um, open up for you. Um, the education. Parents, you know your kids at home with their laptop. Man, make sure your kids do their work, for real. They're not going to just pass your kids just to pass them on. They really, they're not finna do that. So, um, I don't know. 
What else? I'm just waiting for my guy to come through. I really want to hear what he has to say. I don't want to get deep into any type of stuff and not, and then have to cut myself off and start back over. I don't know. I ain't got nothing else to do tonight. So, you know, I'm just waiting on him to come back. We got to go and get into the business because they're going to keep cutting us off for some reason. They must know something jumping off. But anyway, yeah, stay home, quit tripping. This man here been locked up 20 years, and y'all talking about y'all can't stay in the house for 20, 30, 40 days? Come on, man. It, it, you, you, your mind has to be stronger than that to, to tripping off a stay-at-home order. You know what I'm saying? Do, get a tread, buy you a treadmill, get a bike or something, whatever. I got a treadmill, I'm finna go get some weights for my partner Torn, and I'm gonna get it in. You know, I'm gonna drop me 20 and 30 in about a month or so. You know, I'll bet you some money if you think I can't. But yeah, don't don't trip off that. You know, right now sit down and plan your next move. You know what I'm saying? You can be in a, a dark space right now, the cloud that's over the world. But right now you can be at home also planning and getting your your thoughts together, getting everything in line. You know, I, I talked to my partner and Shy, you know, he we be talking about some moves. He talking about some things he got going on. Talk to my brothers, they talking. Everybody talking good. A lot of y'all just sitting around here crying. Feel like I'm on house arrest. You ain't been in that world. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, bro, I think this is the best way for us to go right here. So, I'm not on air right now, right? Huh? Am I on air? Yeah, let's go. No, 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 no. Turn it off for a minute. Let me talk to you. Turn it off for a minute. Just for a second, just cut it off. Okay. February 2001, I went back to state trial in Starkville for the same crime, that state crime that I caught that led to the fed charges. And they, I went to trial there, and they ended up giving me an additional 20 years. So I, I basically ended up with, with 40 years for the same crime, 20 years in feds and 20 years in the state. But they stacked the time. The time was ran what they call consecutively, meaning concur I mean, meaning this is, you know, after I finish one sentence, I go to another. So when I left federal prison in July 17, uh, July, 3rd, July 11, 2017, they held me in Atlanta. County jail, Florida County jail for two days to extradite me back to Mississippi. So I just start my time in the uh, Mississippi Department of Corrections, which is where I'm currently uh, being housed at. So, so that's that's how I get the two sentences. So you did the twenty in the feds. You 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 gave them what they wanted. Did you, was it eighty five or you bring it all to the door? So I did 85% of 20 years. Okay. So now, then you got to start fresh. Did they bring in your county time with you to um to the state, or you just started fresh from I mean 2017? Well, they only they gave me 199 days oh, when man. I was in the county. Right. Right. And then also from when I went back from federal uh, court to, I mean, from federal custody when I was in, in, in the Federal Bureau of Prisons. Right. They took me back to state for uh, trial. So both times they gave me, you know, uh, days for that too. So, yeah, I ended up getting time still. It was it, that little time. It was like a, a 199 days. I mean, I, I'm grateful for it, but it ain't all I 
together. Right. So check this. So what 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 your mentality at now? What what's your mental state right now? What what's what's your goal? What's your mission? Where you at? Objective is to show basically um, I'm, I'm preaching or pushing for prison reform with some people that I know from out of New York. They got me on a major platform. Okay. Shouts out to somebody who I don't want to call, but he is a well-known person in the music industry as well as uh, uh, different podcasts and different things uh, pushing for uh, prison reform. Well, what they have me doing is they got me going around once released and just speaking about my experience inside of state prison as well as federal prison. So I'm just discussing things that people should be aware of or conscious of, people may not be conscious of. For instance, like how it is to survive or live in a uh, situation like, you know, a prison where it's open bait, which is where I'm at, around guys and you in close proximity to these guys. So you right. can't properly do anything in terms of social distancing yourself and people. So, you know, I'm going to be speaking about stuff like that and just my experiences throughout prison, you know, things like that. And um, why I think prison does need to be changed because you can house a person 50 years in prison and that won't rehabilitate that person if that person themselves are not willing to become rehabilitated. Right. So the rehabilitation phase is something that you you can get um, the, the moment you get the handcuffs put on you, you know, then you can be like, hey, look, man, I ain't never coming back to prison. People change when they are convicted, so... Yeah, exactly. I'll be talking on stuff like that and just crunching a few numbers and you know, doing things like that. If that answers your question. Okay. So what's what's um tell the people about, you know, I have been, you know, seeing you, seeing your stuff you had going on. What all type of um, certificates you done um obtain obtain? specific, no specific areas, but uh, business etiquette, because once again, I was going to school at Mississippi State for business, and um, just business etiquette, things like uh, uh, nutrition, I got certification as a personal trainer from the NFPT course, uh, where I can, you know, actually train people uh, from a nutrition standpoint, or just from, you know, being able to actually train and, and develop uh, tone, or, you know, just fitness. Uh, uh, another certificate that I like that's a, a well-liked uh, certificate throughout federal prison, and it's also a psychology course. Is uh, several psychology courses, as a matter of fact. Anger management was one, but the second one was suicide prevention. Well, I had a job working as what they call a suicide companion, where people attempted to commit suicide or thought about committing suicide. They would be placed in this little observation cell. But the thing I had to do was go in, observe them, make a call every 30 minutes to let the people know that they were okay, and then make entries in the, um, the law books saying, you know, what was going on. So, yeah, I, I was staying there for four hours. I like that. Um, different parenting classes I, I'd have taken. Um, Kind of everything, bro. I mean, I'm kind of all over the place. Uh, any, basically, anything with business, anything with fitness. Of course, I furthered my music. Uh, I just kind of tried to bury myself in the books. I taught GED for like seven years in federal prison. Uh, oh, okay. So uh, I said, okay, that's good. Right. I also taught Spanish ESL, which is the Spanish uh, version of GED. Which you aren't really just required to be able to speak a whole lot of Spanish, but right. know, I was you know, able to talk to them and learn as well. So, you know, that, and I was also a barber for, man, over a decade in, um, throughout different federal prisons, California, Louisiana, South Carolina. I worked as a barber, and like I said, GED, so those things I did to, like, 
further my skills. How many facilities? How many facilities you was actually in? I was in five. I was in South Carolina, Louisiana, California, Mississippi, Atlanta. Five federal prisons. That's not counting transit when you're going through right. Oklahoma City or whatever. But I was in five different prisons. And um, so state I've only been to Rankin County with like, like I've been, but Rankin right. County uh, parts, man, and I'm in this place, Chickasaw. Uh, it's a regional facility. Oh, okay. So I guess you can say eight prisons. But wow. I just actually, you know, served some time, man. So what, how you, how you, man, it's, it's this crazy. How you been holding up understanding what made you not give up fighting for your freedom? You know, because I know sometimes a lot of cats, man, they just, they just lay down. just the middle fabric actually because me personally I, I went through a lot man I, 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 I went through a lot um, like I lost my dad in 02 he had an aneurysm uh, my, my you know you lose your fiancés and all that stuff you lose people that you care about right. family members and um, you, you, you lose your freedom first and foremost and you, you kind of grab yourself some long some, some kind of way when you reach this fork in the road and you have an option to say, basically, do I go left or do I go right or do I go straight and go and get to the goal? Well, my thing was, I knew in order for me to, to stay sane and maintain, I had to find my purpose. Right. And my purpose in life is to give back and to teach people and to reach people, even if it's motivational speaking, which is another thing I've taken, by the way, Toastmasters. But... You know, right. being able to reach people and talk to people, I knew was my goal. So I was like, how can I reach these people and give them my experience so they wouldn't go through it? The younger generation, as well as some people that may be my age that may be willing to give up or thinking about giving up along the way. So those things helped me reach within. Being that I knew I had to help others, it kind of helped me help myself. And it kept me sane. It kept me focused. And just a spiritual foundation, you know, believing in a greater power, uh, creator. Yeah, yeah, I understand exactly what you're saying. So what what needs to go on, man, to, to help you get released? What I know you had a petition that was going around. What what really needs to go down? What's bigger that we can do besides a petition to help you get get home? Do you know the judge, the judge, whoever um, 
presided over your case? Is he still on the bench or he retired or what? If he is retired. Judge Howard and Judge Montgomery, so they, um, I think they're still up, you know, around, man. Nah, Montgomery retired. Mississippi, to be honest with you. Montgomery retired. I know Montgomery retired. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know he retired. Um, Howard, yeah, Howard's still up there, though. Yeah, so yeah. that's basically what it is. I mean, in the, in the, in the state, they, are, they do have this um, proposal, a bill that they've been proposing, 21-23, and uh, 21, 23 is just about uh, them uh, giving guys with mandatory time uh, parole now. So, I mean, that could be an option, but that ain't even passed yet. So what What about the, the COVID-19? Um, y'all have any cases in there, any known cases of the coronavirus or anything? Actually, we don't have known cases, but, you know, I think that thing, just judging from what I see on the news, I think it's been around for a while. Guys, it was like stumped down. From um, you know, having colds or whatever, so they could have had it back then. I don't know, but you know, doing what I got to do to ensure that I don't get sick. I've been watching my hands and keeping my area, that area that I'm in, you know, clean and stuff. Right. Yeah, but it is a major concern because we kind of like sitting ducks up here. Wow. And, you know, I'm firm believer in willing things into existence, so I'm willing life into existence and freedom. So I don't want to say, oh, Yo, if I catch it and when I catch it, but. Uh, it's nobody so far. This, like I said, this is a pretty clean prison compared to Parchment now. Parchment is a dump. Yeah, how long How long ago you was down there? I was just in Parchment last, what was I think, May. I stayed over there for like a year and a half. And you know, that, you know all the stuff that we see on the news, that's true. It's true? It's probably not even emphasized enough, but it's real. This place right here is a lot cleaner. It's uh, Chickasaw County. Regional correctional facility. Yes. It's in Houston, Mississippi. It's right down the street from us. Oh, okay. It's in Houston. Huh? I said it's in Houston. Right, Houston, Mississippi. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. What is like a private facility? I wish I was back on that side. I feel a little safer. Right. Um, but uh, it's, 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 it's a lot cleaner, man. This is a better, uh, what they say, one of the better facilities. Because of the cleanliness and just the, you know, the, 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 the professionalism, the staff and different ways that they do things is a lot different from Parchment. Okay. Contrast. Yeah. So do you you think that people like in certain judges are not judges, certain government governors, they are recommending certain inmates get out, you know, because of the COVID nineteen. What's your opinion on that? And do you feel that can be a way for you to get out, or they not they not trying to go that route with with you? I do feel that could be an uh, that could be an alternative. And like I said, I, I got the same crime, I'm basically doing time for the same crime. The only thing I do oppose is when they say nonviolent. Like in other words, if a person has a nonviolent crime that they never done violent crimes, well, they may have not been caught for the violent crimes. Not deprecating nobody who they had a nonviolent crime or got arrested for it, but I think crime is crime, you know. And um, some may be more heinous than others, but crime is basically crime. Yeah. And so I think they should they should let, give all of us a chance. If you just look at you know the amount of time you serve, your age, your education. You know, the things you've done to, 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 to rehabilitate yourself. You know, I think all those factors should be taken into consideration before they just say, oh, yeah, we're going to go straight nonviolent. Right. Now, some of them got, you know, I understand what you're saying, but some of them got to go and ride it out. It was. Yeah, some got to 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you, you know, know some that do some crazy crime, Yeah, right? those molesters and all that rapists out they gotta go and ride, dog. Right. I'm gonna be real with you. They right. they nah they yeah, nah, you can't mess with no old people. Right. Right. You can't deal with no you can't mess with no elders and kids, man. That's that ain't part of the code. That's right. a child. So what you do is you destroy a form of that innocence. So yeah, I'm totally, you know, against that right there. I feel you on that. So how many people are you up to on your petition? Oh no, we actually that clemency petition was a petition that we presented to uh, the former governor, um, uh, Phil Bryant, that was in office. Well, he uh, denied it. <laughs> Uh, claiming he said that my state and fed case were uh, two different cases and it wasn't the same case. What? What? Why did? Why did? What was? How did he come to that conclusion though? I don't know because it actually, you know, anybody that's reading it or anybody that's read it or anybody that's familiar with my case will know that it is the same case. So he just that was his conclusion that it was you know two different cases and that was that. Would you have two different dates on your arrest or something? Why I, I don't understand how they how they bringing you from a to you got federal and state and it's combining as two different cases, but it's actually ha- happened at you the mean it's right the same time the same moment the same, tri- the same witnesses the same evidence the same everything just two different trials. I had a Case that 
that said that they had to. But now recently they had a case gamble that said it's not double jeopardy. So which means everything Trump released the people on that, that got out, you know, the guys he pardoned, they could still be uh, tried in state court for the same cases. I mean, for, yeah, for the same crimes. So it still goes back to just sentencing. Nobody in America is going to be sentenced for the same crime twice in order to achieve the punishment when it's an armed robbery. Right. You know, like I know we got friends and relatives and right. people we heard of, people we know that's been in and out that recidivated time after time after time and returned to this these systems and this behind these walls time after time for the same crime. Right. And they've been, they might get four or five years get right back out. Stay out of year six months, maybe get right back out, come right back. You know, so the recidivism is high. But my thing is, not only is the recidivism high, what I'm trying to prove is I have been sentenced for the same crime. I have 40 years, but I know guys that's been in for three or four times for the same crime that I committed on several occasions, and it's different crimes. So what justifies me being gone for such a long time compared to those guys getting in and coming, you know, in and out, in and out, in and out. Did did do you do you think what they had a something out against you to get you to get you off the streets or did they seen you as a menace or what what was it? I mean what what in your trial what in your trial did was did you hear that you felt turned the table on whatever their perception of Mr. Edwards was to make them to get, they had to call the feds in on you, right? They just, I mean, they just, they didn't just come up, they ain't pull it out the sky. Well, they wanted the federal, they wanted the federal authorities to come and pick me up because I bonded out of state custody, you know, and so they didn't want me out. So that's when they referred my case to a federal magistrate and the, the records, the transcripts, um, transcripts reveal that, so... When I bonded out, that's when they referred it. And David, uh, Captain David, then he was a captain at the time, but he actually referred my case to the federal authorities, to the federal magistrate judge. And so when he did that, that's when they picked me up. But you know, anytime you go to federal court, people don't realize they're going to say, in order to deny your bill, and I think it's from correct, it's under 3191, if I'm correct, and I think I am, but <clears throat> they have two criteria. They're going to say you're either a risk. A flight risk or you're a menace to society. Either one of those reasons will hold you without a bond. Okay. What happened with me is I bonded out of state for on an $85,000 bond, and the federal magistrate was going to give me a bond because they didn't take me to trial within 90 days as prescribed by, uh, you know, federal guidelines and statutes. Well, when they didn't take me to trial or, or within 90 days, they gave me a bond. They had to give me a bond. And so when they gave me the bond, the state then revoke that bond, which means if I would have made the $80,000 bond in federal prison, in federal custody, uh, they would have uh, closed the door in my face by the time I went back to start being to try to, you know, go and get back out on that bond that was already good. So they were, they were snatching that bond. So it prevented me from getting back out. It was like manipulating the system, saying, hey, yo, we're going to make sure this dude don't get out of prison. We're going to make sure that this man never touches his touch, uh, foot on the ground again, which is what my attorney told me at the time, attorney, you know, uh, yeah. he was like, they don't want you out for whatever reason. You know, it could have been something with the families or something, you know, but they don't want you out of prison. So, so, so they gave you a federal bond 
You right. said they gave you a federal bond? Right. I, I ended up getting the federal bond. For eight for eighty five thousand, basically the same they gave you in Starkville. So if they so you would have bonded out on that, they 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 their chess move was to revoke your bond in Starkville off of what reasons? Just just cause. Oh, Oh, just because we can do that. Right, just basically. Right. You know, not, like, like I said, not rough little fellas. I probably shouldn't even be talking about that, but, you know, not offending anybody, but that's how it went. So I can't take back how things went. How, right, it's just the truth. They were tired and gone anyway. It was basically like, we ain't letting you out of jail. We're going to show you that we ain't letting you out of jail. Right. Whatever it was, they were pulling strings at that time for whatever reason they were pulling strings. Man, we know who were pulling strings. Like I said, I don't get into the I ain't, yeah, I ain't say, I ain't say black or white. I'm just saying, I just said we know. Right. We know who put us. My core issue. Right. My core issue is just re-sentencing. Right. You know, I got, I got brother-in-law who is white. You know, so white is not a problem with me. Black or white, as far as integrating and being around people, to meet people are people. But at that time, it was racially motivated. You know. Exactly. Exactly. I want to put emphasis on that now. Right. I just want to place emphasis on me being a better man, a rehabilitated man, a changed man, a man with a changed heart, different views, a different outlook on life. And so I deserve a second chance. I just want a second chance. That's all. And I'm going to show him I'm never coming back to prison. Never. Man, I ain't never coming back to prison, dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's too many ways, it's too many positive things, it's too many, man, it's too many outlets. There's too many ways to really just get what you want out of life. Right. You know, you just supply yourself. So have have you have you kept your mind? You know, sometimes when 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 you in when you in the box, you have to keep your mind to worldly things, not to get institutionalized like a lot of people do. So what has helped you to keep your mind just Outside the box. And just education, prayer. And, okay. Um, just reinventing myself, realizing that the world is not how it was when I left. And I think most guys think that the world was how it was when they left. If the world was how it was when I left, bro, they'd be wearing a uh, uh, platinum fubu and Jabos. Jabos. The silk shirts. I think I need to bring back the silk shirts or the rayons. I think, you know, yeah, I'll be popping in that. The, you know, that's when they had the pages, the beepers, the big slides, yeah. the beepers and stuff. Yeah, the, the sky pages. Long. I'm yeah. looking for one now. Yeah, so they ain't got that no more. I do realize that times change. You know, that's the thing that kept me uh, saying, too. And then uh, I always put myself around people who were getting ready to go home or had just a little bit of time because... That boy, that, that mindset was different compared to the people who might have had a life sentence or right. two or three. And now I do have friends with like multiple life sentences, but they had to be like minded. They had to be able to sharpen me. They had to know that, hey, yo, we, we trying to go home. That's the main goal. The goal ain't to sit up in here and, and wallow in misery and be like, man, I got a million years. I'm mad. Nah, the goal is to get out of here. The goal is to learn everything you can while you're in here. I don't care what it is. If I learn how to make ink pens, I want to learn how to make ink pens, you know. Uh, or whatever. If I learn how to make a flying sauce, I want to learn how to make one. Whatever it is you learn, 
and you try to read and you grasp as much as you can, but you be open for change as much as possible. Right. As long as that change is good. So you're moving in a positive direction, and that's the thing that most guys don't do, or most people incarcerated out there don't do, is they don't accept or embrace change. You have to be willing to say to yourself, hey, yo, time change, man. It ain't the same. And not only do the times change, I have to change with the times. Exactly. To myself and to evolve as a person, as an individual. And that's when you don't get lost, and that's when you don't become institutionalized. I, I, I mean, I refuse to become stuck or fail to this system because I just didn't want to learn something, or I was too stubborn, or I was too set in my ways to go an extra step. So, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm following you 100%. So, check this. If if you know God go God go get you from behind the walls, you know what I'm saying? He you know it's a time and place for everything. You know. If you was to if you was to come home a month, two, six months, whatever it is, what's your first step, your second step, your third step? How you gonna move? What what you gonna do? You know, I got to meet my family mingle. And right. once, I, once I go back out there, you know, uh, get used to my family, re acclimatize, man, get used to things again, readjust again to society. We, you know, spend some time with my family, but then I'm moving back to Atlanta. This is already mapped. To move back to Atlanta because I have a job set up for the Georgia Innocence Project um, and a couple of other places in Atlanta. Um, things that I'm, I'm taking on, like I said, prison reform. Right. I do have plans drawn up for a non-profit organization that deals with kids. And okay. the name of it, I don't want to reveal it, but it'll be like a jail setting. But then it'll be faith-based, whatever your religion may be, if you have one, but just spirituality in itself. And then basic math and uh, uh, English with hands-on keyboard or computer skills. You know, things teaching you like how to fill out a resume, applications, the basics. Right. Yes. And so that's that's one of the things, uh, key things that I'm doing. But like I said, I'm also going to get my license, going to get my license as a barber because being in there all those years, I didn't get a license. I didn't become licensed to become a barber. I just, you know, love doing that. And I know that's a short-term goal. So that right there in term is going to generate income. So that's my income. Um, yeah, you 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 can get out of road on the road and tell your story. You you got to. You know, I don't know how. So when I let me let me back up with your one sentence. So if they reverse it to just say the fair time you did, you won't owe no parole, no probation, no nothing. That's your goal, right? You know, I hope that they just say, "Yo, this is change, man." Even if they gave me a gift, and right now, uh, 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 Bert, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Give me a million years on probation. I'm never coming back to prison. It's like they're gonna be mad if they uh, waiting on me to come back. And I know it's people that's gonna be pushing for me not to come back. Just like it's gonna be people pushing for me to come back. Because exactly. you're gonna have people satisfied, dissatisfied on both sides of the coin. But I, I'm never coming back. So uh, they can give me a probationary period. I'd even be willing to do that just to show them. Listen, man, put me on five years papers. You know, let me out. Let me show you that I'm, I'm never going to violate. I'm never going to come up dirty with, the, the, the you know, the uh, year analysis or nothing like that. I'm, I'm going to come back clean. I don't do drugs. Uh, uh, basically, that's 
that's it. I'm not gonna be out committing no crime. Definitely not doing that. Right. Yeah. So do 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 you think if they was to give you a five year probation, you think you can go back to the Ville to Starkville and and walk that line? I could, but listen, my views and my plans, <laughs> right. my dreams, and the, and the team that I do have behind me, right. we have bigger uh, goals. I can base, I can do it in Starkville, but the, for the stuff that I'm into and the, and the platform and the form that I need, Starkville is not the place for it. Right. Actually. Yeah, right. but I will be touching down because you got to give back. It's sort of like the you know the comparison, and I ain't Jesus by a long shot, but you know you got to go back and give back to where you come from and lift them up. Then you know move. So I'm definitely gonna be around the area or in the city from time to time, or occasionally doing whatever I do in terms okay. of grasping and being an impact on the community. But All right, man. I'm gonna, be out, I'm gonna be out of state. Right. So what if 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 anybody's trying to help your situation or what what do they need to do what what is needed to you just need to get back in front of a judge but if anybody just wanted to help to try to help you what 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 do you recommend for them to do? Say for example, like what um what's his name the old old uh, the older gentleman uh Felix Wynn and. Uh, I think his lawyer, yeah, his lawyer was uh, attorney, uh, Roy, Roy Perkins. Yeah, he, he just came. Yeah, uh, he, he came. Yeah, he came off 120 years, I think. Exactly. He, he did like 13. It was a matter. It was a matter of resentencing. That's all I need. I just need to be resentenced. It's, it, it's not to me. It's not about guilt. It's not about fighting my case. It's not about saying, "Oh, this dude did bad." I'm not throwing stones at them. I'm past that because that's only gonna hold me down. That's only gonna, you know, that's baggage. I don't need that negativity. Right. Thing I just wanted to be resentenced. That's it. I just want to go home, man. I need a second chance. Like everybody else, I need a second chance. You got an attorney? I do have an attorney. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So do you have any a, a date coming up or anything that you can talk about? I mean, I mean do you have a date coming up? A date, rather. You ain't got to talk about your case. I'm saying you got to right. I was going to say legally, right. I can't disclose. Right, me. right. But do you have a, a future date? I understand that politics work like this. Let me say this. Okay. In the realm of politics, let's say it's, 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 it's a circle. And so within that circle, regardless of where you go, how fast you move, you're going to keep spinning around in that circle. Well, <laughs> with that analogy being said, even though I have an attorney... Is someone within a political circle who may be listening to this right here as we speak that can, um, you know, make the resentencing thing manifest in itself. That's all I need, bro. That's it. Oh, that yeah, done, yeah, yeah. Once that's done, I'm, I'm back home. Okay. Yeah. Hey, man, I, I really, um, I really appreciate you, bro, of, of giving me this opportunity to, to to hear your voice. It's been a while to know that you're still doing good and holding up. To know that only thing you need is a resentencing, and that it was just one crime that they gave you 40 years, 20 fed, 20 state. Opportunity to speak. This is a great platform, man, and I do really 
wish you the best and I wish you success with this. Because I know you will be successful. You kind of adamant about what you got going. Right. And that's a very good thing, bro. I appreciate yeah. that, man. Just a voice. You know, people need a voice. People like myself and just period. You can address things in the community like you're doing. You're giving back. So that's the whole goal in life, to give back. You right. find your purpose. You, you know, you identify with that purpose and you, you push that agenda. Right. You're doing a very good job with that, bro. Yeah. Hey, you, you you got you got my number now, man. So we gonna stay in contact and you know just go from there and, and see what how we can come together and help you out. All right. Hey, yo. Now the one thing before I get off, I do apologize for us having to make four or five phone calls, man. But that's society. Hey, we. <laughs> you know hey, man. Ain't nothing to apologize about, man. These little phones, they 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 cut off and everything. So right. You know how they go. Yeah, I understand. Listen, man. I, I wish you the best. God bless you and your family, man. You too, man. You know, you, you take care. Yeah, with your moms and brother, your sister, everybody, man. Your nieces, nephews, man. is is praying for all of that. Yeah, yeah. Be safe, man. Be safe. You be safe too, bro. All right, man. All right. So that's it, you know. 40 years, one crime. Did 20 feds release almost three years ago from the feds. Now he's in Houston, Mississippi, serving another 20 from what he already brought to the man. I don't I don't know. I'm gonna be real with you. I don't know. I done handled a lot of things in my life personally that I started a young journey taking my life on on, on a ride. I had a ride. I put my family, my brothers, my mothers, my father, my grandmother through a lot of different stuff. But bringing 20 to the door, then I got to come back and give you 20 more. Man, I don't know. I'm a strong cat, but I don't know, dog. I don't know. I don't know. It's all good, but I don't know. I, I don't know. Nah, boy. I don't know about that one. You know what I'm saying? You know, as long as I had Boss Hall, I was 29. I, I done did a lot of stuff in life. It, it's, it's, you know, you know, I can talk about it. <laughs> I, I can talk about it. Can't nobody come and get me. I can say what I want to say now. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, a lot a lot of things have been out there. I know the politics game, what he talking about. Them played in it, them laid in it, them, them, them did it. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was even, I was, when I was on that side of the road, I was fortunate enough. I was blessed with a father that was who he was. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not even bragging. You know what I'm saying? It's actually sad that I had to put my family through the stuff that I put put them through. But you know, hey, they love me, I love them. They done forgiven me. They know who I am. They know what I'm about. They know I was just a lost, I just was a lost brother and, and uh, a lost son. And I like to, I like the wild side of things. And so that what, that what it was about. And I had, you know, I had no guidance. Guidance, I ain't know who, what, what's guidance? What's guidance at 15? You know, you stand in the house by yourself, you know, 
you got a car, you got a little money, you're doing some things. What's guidance? I didn't know anything about no guidance. I didn't know about no rules. I made my own rules. That was crazy. I was crazy. But I, you know, it's, it's, it's sad who, when you look at somebody like me, who was, like I say, I was blessed to have the, the, the father I had. Then you look at somebody like Mr. Edwards. Forty years, nah, partner. We ain't having that. We're not even discussing that. You're not finna give my son no forty years. Is you crazy? Have you? I don't care what he done. For real, I done heard. I done seen the conversation. So I can talk. Can you? You can't do nothing to me. I, I can talk. You know what I'm saying? I, I I wish him the best. I you know I'm go. I wish him the best, but 40? Man, no. Burke wasn't going for that. On no level. We are the politics <laughs> of what was going on. We are the politicians. You know, we, we, we that. We that, for real. I ain't just sitting here talking. I'm being... I'm being straight up with you. You don't get no man no no 40 years. Forty years, man. This man his his dad died in prison. Oh two, he say fifty that's what is 20, 20, 18 years ago. Yeah, man, come on. I don't know, man. I don't know. We got to change this system, though, because they just throwing us away. We just, man, it's, it's like, let, let's take a jump shot. Boom. All right. I done seen the game, how the game so twisted that you got, I'm going to give you this one. But this one here? Yeah, he, he got he to gotta come on and take, you know, I don't get you. Okay, you can have her. We can let her ride. You can have him. It was a Mississippi is the ping pong game. And I promise you, if you're not ready, if you can't play with the big boys, you need to stay on the porch. I'm for real now. Don't let them folks jack you off talking about, um, come on here, let's do this little Johnny look and, and, and thinking that at any point in time that these people is not going to do what do what you go do. You you can't do that. You you can't do that. They will throw you away. They will throw you away, now. If I ain't if I ain't had if I ain't had who I had, man, I wouldn't be talking to you today. I'm telling you now. Cause I was I was I was down for whatever, whenever, however you wanna do it. But we ain't messing with no old folks. 
And we ain't messing with no kids. But anything between that, what's up? But you I hope y'all, whoever out there listening, to let to let, you know, to let your people know, man, just, you know, it's okay, it's cool. It's cool to stay in the crib. <laughs> it's cool to be 16. I was talking to my son. He, my little son, nine year old, he called me, his aunt called me, tell me he walked around, I'm a grown man. Partner, stay nine. I got a 15 year old, stay 15, partner. This stuff dad done went through and did, you ain't ready for. There's been a lot of dark nights, man. A lot of dark streets I done been down. But hey, man, I done been on talking to y'all about an hour. I'm glad he was able to talk. You know what I'm saying? This Mississippi vibe was burnt. I thank you. I appreciate you for listening. I'm going to get better every week. What about your big homie rules? Right. You understand what big homie rules are. You know, it comes a time in life where you have people that you can be on the same, I'm talking about the age level, or, you know, you're dealing with some people that's younger than you. Do you truly give them the game of life? Or are you truly trying to advance their life in a different direction? Are you giving them the blueprint? Are you giving them the understanding that, hey, I done ran into this fire right here. Don't run into this fire. Take this alternate route. We're going to go around the fire, but we still go end up at the destination that we had planned from the beginning. We got to stop crossing each other. You know, if that's your if that's your homie, your homie is your girl, or your guy, or whatever. If you're male or female, however, you know what your gender is. We got to quit acting as if we're not responsible for educating our people, our homies. You know, we we got to quit thinking and going along that this 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 BS, this this mess, all this unnecessary stuff that's be on social media that is the way of life. We gotta quit crossing people with, you know, guys trying to hit they they little homie girls or, you know, or the female is sleeping with, you know, her friends. Man, we gotta stop all this type of negativity that's that's killing us. What are the big homies rules that you are living by? Teach your teach your homie about credit. Teach your homie about saving up. Teach your homie about investing. Teach your homie about just being a, a man or woman of their word. Teach them how to become a better father, mother, wife, husband, brother. Uncle, auntie, we have to teach our people how to be better on a consistent basis. We have to understand that the game of life, yes, it's roller coasters with it. But when you have the, when you align yourself with God and you let God 
to remove and place certain people in your life it's going to be a different path that you can be on you know every time ever since I started this journey with the podcast it's so uh, uplifting feeling that every day I get a message or two of people telling me I, I'm, I'm I'm thankful for what you're doing. Keep doing it. So what I'm saying is, let your homie know, hey, I'm thankful for what you're doing. I'm seeing what you're doing. Keep moving. Let's get out of let's get out this mindset of always spreading and this negativity about different people. See, but you gotta watch those people also. If somebody always calling and speaking negative to you about somebody what you think they doing about your name what you think they doing about your family so we have to be very cautious of what energy that we allow into our lives we have to think about all that be mindful of everything be mindful of this good karma, this bad karma. All this all these are the rules that you gotta you have to explain as a big homie. You have to explain this as a big homie. You got to give them the correct wrench to get the boat off. You can't keep sending your homie in somewhere or into a a situation that you're not willing to go in yourself. That that ain't what a big homie do. A big homie is equipped in his team to win on any and all levels, but to understand sometimes we got to lose to win. But we're not going to make failure our mindset you know we gotta we gotta take chances in life you're gonna have to take chances in life see we we got to understand that it's risk taking in this world but as a big homie you are responsible for your people you're responsible to have to move everybody up to a boss level you ain't no big homie if you the only one that's that's bossing in, in the in the crew. You that ain't what big homies do. Big homies making sure everybody eats. Everybody is at this table is going to eat. Everybody's people, their significant other, their kids, they're going to eat. They're going to be well off. And don't be you ain't, you know you 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 you're not a big homie if you always caught in between the opposition and your people you know you you that ain't what the big homies do i'm riding with you know what i'm saying i'm riding with bishop i'm riding with Twan. i'm riding with i'm riding with porter i'm riding with my brother b i'm riding with whoever my little brother Blair. If that's who I'm riding with, that's who I'm riding with. But people like to switch up on the game so often. They looking for the, the winner's team. 
They looking to jump ship. Let me go over here because they shining now. That ain't what it's about. But as a big homie, you got to know how to manage your team doing the low points. You got to be able to be the manager as the big homie. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's now built for this life. Everybody is not it is 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 not a part of your makeup. Yeah, a lot of people talk about it, floss about it, lie about it. But when it comes down to it, you really ain't no big homie. You ain't no boss like that. It looks good cuz you able to use social media to to live this fraudulent life. Which is cool. But you know, hey, that that's that's your thing. But remember, as a big homie, you got responsibilities. And as a big homie, you got to be able to be able to walk that talk, period. So check yourself. See how are you doing as a big homie? Are you really that person? Or just some nice to say? Are you guiding, are you guiding the troops? Are you guiding your team? Are you facilitating everything that needs to be done on a positive manner? Make sure your goods outweigh your bads on every day. So y'all be good. Just drop the little jewel, you know, just relaxing. Saturday morning. Rest in heaven to my partner, Ace, Jason. I love you to death. I'm going to keep riding for you. You know, this Mississippi vibes with Bert. Peace.